Good evening and welcome back to our Tuesday night prayer. We thank you for coming on. Let us open up with a quick word of prayer. Eternal Father, we thank you tonight. God, we thank you for this time, God. God, we thank you for just being God. God, before we go any further in this time, God, before we go into your word, God. God, we come to lay down everything we've been carrying all week. God, everything that we've been carrying all this month so far. God, everything we carry today, God, we come to lay it at your feet, God. God, we come to lay our attitudes, our mindsets, the way we responded and how we did things that did not line up with you, God. God, we lay it there, God. God, we come to a place that, God, that we want forgiveness, that we will grow and be stronger with you, God. That we don't continue to do things that would draw us farther from you, God. But, God, we want to do things that would draw us closer to you, God. God, because that's the place that we desire to be right now, God, to be closer to you. When everything in this world seems to be going crazy and everything seems to want to attack each other. But God, we want to be in peace. God, we want to be closer to you. God, we want to be more obedient to you, God, in this, God. God, we thank you tonight for this time. God, we thank you for the time that you have prayer with us, that we can communicate, to hear from you, to get direction, to get understanding, that you will reveal your the secrets of your word, God. We thank you tonight that you take the time out, and we take time out to hear what you have for us to be heard tonight. That we can hear from you, that we can grow in everything that you teach us tonight, God. God, we thank you right now, God. God, and tonight as we go into this time of prayer, God, and this time of your word, God, that we will gain knowledge, God, that we will have more revelation of you, God. God, we will take time to get closer to you. God, we thank you, God, that what you're doing tonight will bring us in a place that we will get wisdom in the midst of this, God. God, that we will not go through valley experiences, storms, that we will not go through places of being being made again and not get wisdom from them, God. God, we want wisdom in, in everything that you are teaching us and bringing us through, God. For every situation that you allow to have us in our life, God, is to bring us closer that we have more knowledge and wisdom and know what to do, God. Sharpen our gifts of the Spirit, God. God, sharpen our gifts of discerning, God. God, sharpen us right now that we will understand and be able to see things and recognize from afar off and not have to keep getting tied up and locked up and, and connected to wrong things, God. We thank you tonight, God, that you are bringing us into a place of clarity, God. God, we thank you for scales falling off our eyes and our ears being opened, our hearts being ready to receive what you have for us tonight, God. God, open our minds that we hear the word and not analyze the word, but hear it to be able to apply it to what's going on in our life, God. We thank you. God, we give you honor, and God, we give you glory in this. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, 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 amen. We can say everybody who came on the line. If you have your Bibles in front of you, not if you have your Bible, but if you have it in front of you, I am going to go old school scripture tonight, and I'm just feeling a little old school tonight. So y'all just stay with me. So let's go into Psalms 23. And let the Lord just really have his way tonight. Psalms 23, and I'm going to read what we always are familiar with, the King James Version. And it says at the 23rd Psalm, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. If let me, let's, let's, we're going to break this down scripture by scripture and we're going to pray. And when we look at this, we recognize who is Lord. 
who is God, and He is what my shepherd. He's my He's my protector. He's my savior. He's my guidance. He's the ones that bring me in the right place. He's the one that, that helped birth me. He's the one that brought me into and he guides me every day. And he puts me in the right place. And he makes sure everything I need, I have. That I shall not want. He is my shepherd and I shall not want. Here's the thing. And you got to know this. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. So that lets me know I'm comfortable. I'm secure that I can get to a place of resting. When you know that you can rest, ha, we already did that. When you know you're a place that you can rest in him, you're secure in God. For he makes me lay down in green pastures. I am secure in what he's doing. I trust him in every move that I can have a place where I can have rest and peace and not constantly be on edge about what the enemy is doing because God is already protecting me because he is my shepherd. He gives me security. When I say he lets me lie down in greens, pastures. That means there's a place where I can rest and don't have to worry about what's the next thing going on because I'm relying and trusting in him. And you have to understand. And he leads me beside the still water. He has me in a place where that I know there is peace. Because when still water is there, there is peace in still water. He puts me there where I have somewhere I can get re- revived from what I need to keep moving forward. Because if you know anything about sheep, sheep won't go near Rushing water, you got to have them near some still water. And if you are like a sheep, that God will put you in a place where the still water can come where you can get your, your body refreshed. Because you're resting and he's refreshing. Come on. Yeah, I got good. And he said he restores my soul. So when all I have given out in the work of the Lord and everything he has me to do and why I'm doing things of ministry and making sure out there witnessing, bring, going to the highways and byways and I pour out of myself doing the work that he has called me to do. He's going to restore me. Ha! He's not going to let me keep going out there on empty. He restores me that I can keep moving forward and doing the work of the Lord and keep me moving forward to carry out the vision that he had placed in me. He restores my soul. And you got to understand when he restores your soul, it's not just no quick jump. He makes sure it is fully restored to keep moving forward what he has designed and purpose for your life. He restores my soul after I have given out, after I have preached, after I have the Bible study, after I have worked and ministered amongst people and at the place where he comes and he, not no not no medicine, not no other people, but God himself, he restores my soul. This is, you got to remember, David used to be on the battlefield a lot of times. He did things and had to go, and he needed his soul to be restored. He needed some of the things he did and the way he responded and that bloodshed. He needed his soul to be restored. And he restores my soul. He leaded me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So he's going to lead me into a place of righteousness of his righteousness, not mine. So we have to understand when he leads me in the, in the path of righteousness, what is right and what we are supposed to do and what he's lined up and purposed me to do, he leads me in that way. 
And he leads that way because when he sees that I'm doing what is righteous that he has led me to do, he gets honor. His name is known because I lead you in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. So he's going to leave you where he gets the glory. And that's where we got to operate. We got to operate where God is getting the glory out of our lives that he will everything that we see that happen in us, to us, and around us that God gets the glory and it's not about us getting our name being big out there trying to be popular and trying to be famous, but about being lined up with him that he, he has to say, for we do this in his namesake. So he gets glory. Because if we give him glory, he can exalt our name. Let me, oh, come on. I got, I, y'all stay with me. But here's the thing. And this, 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 I want y'all to get this today. At verse 4. Yea, do I walk through the valley of shadow of death. Yea, do I walk from Jerusalem to Jericho. And I see the enemies. I see what all the thieves and all the people are doing on the nights when I'm trying to get back to my destination. And I'm walking through the places where it seems to be dangerous. Let me bring it a little closer to Orlando. As I walk down Paramore. As I walk down Westmoreland. As I walk down Mercy. As I walk down there. And there are out there doing things. All kinds of things. Yay! Though I walk through the valley of shadow of death. Yea, though I walk through everything that the enemy is trying to come up against me and use it. And I see the shadows of it. But I know that God is got me. For I will fear no evil. Y'all got to catch that. Even though I've seen the ones, I've seen the people out there that's not doing right, not doing this, may try to have harm come to me, but I will fear no evil. I yet walk through this valley of shadow of death, but I will fear no evil. Why? For thou art with me. The word of God reminds us in Joshua that he will, he will be with us as he was with Moses. He would not leave us nor forsake us. It reminds us in Hebrews that the God will be with us. He will not leave us nor forsake us for he is with us. That means even though things are crying up, crying up and trying to come up against you, but the Lord is with you. Ha! God. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Now see, here's something. And we're going to talk about the rod just for a minute. And I want y'all to understand it. That rod is a thing that comes to guide you, count you, <laughs> and, and, and it rescues you. You got to understand, it guides you, counts you, and rescues you. So, when we think of the rod, the rod is not always a thing of a disciplinary act. The rod is not there to always seem to be causing like physical harm. The rod keeps guide you. You need a rod in your life sometimes when you are operating in your flesh and get out of line. The rod can come bring you right back in alignment so that you will stay on track. So we have to have the rod to help guide us and keep us on track. We have to have the rod in our lives to make sure that even when the enemy counts us out, but God still counts us in. You got to understand that that rod is not there just as a 
something to carry, but it has a meaning. It has purpose in your life. Rocks are not there to, to seem to be feel like it's breaking you down, but it builds you up because it keeps you in alignment. It keeps you in place. It keeps you counting in. Here's you got to understand. When we look at the thing and everything about people say about the rod, they need a rod of correction. But see, you understand the rod will come and bring the foolishness and drive the foolishness out of the heart of the child that the child can stay obedient. And we're talking about just not a child as a young person. We're talking about even you as children in Christ. That rod of correction will keep you in the line and keep you where God needs you to be. Because God wants to use you. He didn't call you just to sit there. He didn't call you just to be just to be an idle person in the house of God, the house of prayer. He did not call you that. He called you to be moving forward. So you need to have that rod. When that rod of correction will come. It doesn't have to always be, but I tell you, the rod of correction will let conviction hit. And when conviction hit, it brings you back right where you need to be. Get you aligned and get you back centered so, so you can be in the place of God. God says he's going to use you. Don't be a vessel that the rod has not touched. Y'all will catch that in a minute. And it says you have to understand it. It rescues me. It rescued me. When I went left and the enemy had me thinking I could do it all on my own. The rod came and rescued you, me from my own flesh. The rod came and rescued me from the bad relationships I was in. The rod came and came and got me when I was about to be addicted to something. The rod came and got me. And you got to understand the rod rescued me. There's a song out there and I love when the praise he's saying, God, you rescued me. And that rod rescued me from always going to hell and messing up my life from all things that could be possible. But the rod came and rescued me. And I know I need the, for the rod and not staff. The staff is giving you assurance. I got something to lean upon. The rod, that staff helps us when it seems like things are getting hard. It keeps to lift us up. Come on now. I need the church just to be with me just for a minute before I get into prayer. That word, that staff is there to make sure I don't get, get to a place when I get weary that I fall back. But it holds me up because that staff going to keep me in the right direction. That staff going to give me the support I need to make sure that I have a Assurance in God. Ha, ha, ha. My God, my God, my God. You got to understand it because they comfort me. When I'm in the place where I feel like everything has left me, both of them, my guidance, my rescuer, my counting, my, my leaning post, my support, it comforts me. When I feel like I've lost the person closest to me because this season of life was he was over, that staff comes in and helps support me. That rod rescues me from my grief. You got to understand, they comfort me. God, we thank you, God. We give you glory. And here's something. And I don't mean to count any of y'all out that's on the line, but I want to say this to our, 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 our leaders. At verse 5, 
And it says, Thou prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Let me just break that down. Here's the understanding. When we had celebrations, we had food served. Let me tell you this. You got to thank God because he puts you in a place where he is preparing the table in the presence of your enemies. He didn't say in the presence of your friends and your family. He didn't say in the presence of the church members. He didn't say the members of the community. He said in the presence of your enemies. So that lets me know when God's getting ready to do something great and mighty in my life. When God is getting ready to perform the miracles that, that need to be in my life. When God opens the door and shows that the vision that he gave me is coming forth even don't when naysayers, it will not happen. So he prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. So all my haters that out there that said I would not be nothing, the haters that say that the pastor of Mills would not last more than a year, that the, all of them that say that they sent him there to die, that they sent them there to die, that they would not succeed. God is prepared the table in the presence of your enemies. Let me remind you for all the and everything God said he's going to release unto the house of Mills right now. That God said, I'm going to do it so your enemies see it and there won't be no second hand. So what, everything that God said he's going to do in this season, he's already got you sitting at the table. And as they're doing the construction, as everything is already approved and all the funds come in the line, no enemies going to see what God is doing, not what man is doing, but what God is doing in your life. So he prepares a table in the presence of my enemies so they see what God is doing firsthand, not secondhand. So watch what the table when y'all get there. I'm come to remind you when y'all sit to this table and everybody around you said that y'all would not have. God is going to give you an increase that they will not believe it. They go, you don't think somebody else did it, but we gonna know when they sit to the table, they're gonna have to say, it's nobody but God, because he prepares the table in the presence of my enemy. And here don't end there. He says, that anointed my head. Ha! So that lets my enemies know it ain't nothing that I did. It's from the very anointing of God that did this. So he anointed me to do this. He, I was not appointed by man, but I was anointed by God to move in this. So you have to understand that when everything seems little crazy and people look talking about you shouldn't be in that position, you got to understand God, he anointed thy head. That means he is the one. If we go back to David, that when the oil was in the, in, the, in the horn, that it would not release until it got to David. So that lets me know that you anointed for this time. Such a time as this, you anointed to do what God says to do. You anointed to keep moving forward. You anointed to walk into, uh, into government places and get approving, have favor amongst them. You are anointed Anointed to have finances flow from people that may not even like you, but you anointed. You anointed because God anointed your head, not man, but God anointed your head to do this. Huh? Huh? In my cup. Yes, somebody I'm also cool. 
Come on, Bishop, just say amen right there. Lady Johnson, just say amen. So I say, my cup runneth over. So we got to understand that I told y'all a couple of years ago, you got to remember what's in the cup is for you. And everything that flows over is for you to bless people all around you. So if I, I'm in right place, God's going to fill my cup. And because my heart in, is in right place that he can trust me, that he can let the cup overflow and I can begin to bless other people around us. That I can bless people that I know that needs it. That my cup runneth over. That I speak. Everybody's connected that's in right place on this line tonight that may hear that your cup runneth over your cup runneth over. I'm telling your cup, shut my rabbi so your cup is running over. And I come to tell you tonight where everything looked like it was in lack, it's gonna become a place of overflow. I speak it prophetically that overflow will move in your life. You got to understand that when God said, I bless your cup to overflow, that means you have a commandment to go help. And not hold. Your cup is taken care. And everything that runneth over for you to go and help someone else. Mm, my God, my God, my God. <laughs> hey, God, we thank you. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. <laughs> so when everything looks like it can be chaotic, I have to understand goodness and mercy. Because we need mercy now. Some of us at a place where we've been trying to do right. And everybody's on our case about you should do it this way. Do it that way. But God I need your mercy to understand which way to go. Because people want me to go this way. But God give me grace and mercy that I move in the right place. That I have surely and goodness that follow me. Because I don't want nothing else following me. Because whoever comes behind me needs to know that surely... Goodness and mercy was on my life. And it was on my life because God put it there. God assured me. God covered me. God gave me grace in the midst of what I was going through. God gave me some mercy that I could have some favor to move like he said to do. But surely I understand that goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And let me get ready to go into prayer and on this last one. All the days of my life And I will dwell In the house of the Lord Forever That means I'm not going to sit in this earthly vessel For my own life I'm going to move That I can get to a place Where I can sit in his house I can sit in his kingdom All the days of my life And dwell there forever Because this life is just temporary This life that we leave, that we live right now, is just a point of passing through. That we gotta understand, that we gotta make sure that we stand right standing, that we can be in a place that we can dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Cause I don't wanna do all this. I don't wanna pray. I don't wanna fast. I don't wanna teach. And I don't wanna preach and prophesy and go to hell. But I wanna stay in right standing. 
that I can go and dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I don't have to worry about dying to death because I stayed in right standing with God. So tonight we're going to pray God. God, eternal Father, now as we come to you, your children that love to worship you, God, your children that love to praise you, God, God, the children that love to obey you right now, God, we just want to thank you tonight that reminding that who you are, God, God, that you are our shepherd, God, that you are our good shepherd, God, that you are our savior, God, that you are our king of kings, God, and our Lord of lords, and God, we thank you tonight for being just who you are in our lives, God. God, we thank you tonight that you took the time out to remind us that we have our commandment, God, that we have ways that we must stay in right standing with you, God. God, that we must trust you, that you would lead us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake, not for being on CBN, not for being on, on, on the Word Network, but not being on any kind of place that does not not bring you glory. But God, we want to do it to bring you glory. God, we want to do it because it's right in your sight, God. God, we want to do it that people's lives are saved, God. And God, we thank you for that, God. God, we thank you for the reminding of this tonight that we must remain faithful when everything else seems like it be going crazy because we got to trust and believe that, sh- that goodness and mercy shall follow us, God. God, why going to follow us, God, because we're going to stay obedient, God. And God, we thank you tonight, God. And God, while we in this moment, God, are giving you praise and thank you. God, we want to thank you in advance for the move and release that you're going to get ready to have at this men's conference, God. God, we thank you for the release that you have that an anointing that begin to destroy yokes, God. God, that we declare that this, this conference will not just be a conference of people come together, that people will be delivered and set free, God. God, that they will have healing in their bodies, that miracles will happen, God. God, why are we in this midst right now to recognize that, that you are still our shepherd, God. God, that we know that you're the only one that can be king over our lives, God. God, we thank you tonight that you are our king of all king, God. And you are the king of glory and you will come in, God, and we give you honor tonight. God, we thank you, God. How about that? God, God, begin to move right now. God, we ask a double portion on every speaker, on every panel discussion person that comes tonight. God, we speak a double anointing on them. God, that we will just not have a discussion, that we will see your your glory begin to move in that place, God. God, that it will cause the people off the street to come in and get saved, that the people will get to get delivered, that backslider will come back in, God. God, we declare that right now in this hour, God. God, because we know that you can do it because you are the still, the good shepherd, God. God, we thank you for being a good shepherd unto us, God, right now. God, we thank you tonight, God. God, we give your glory in this tonight, God. God, we lift your name up, God, right now, God. We thank you for what you've already done, God. God, we thank you. 
for the release that you're getting ready to happen in this place, God, in this house of prayer that we connected to, God. God, right now, God, God, an increase of anointing that we speak right now, God. God, we speak it that it be released in this place right now, tonight, God, we thank you, God. God, release right now, God. God, as we in this place, God, as we begin to be on one chord even stronger together, as we walk in unity, God. God, that you will bring a way that we have not seen in mills, God. Bring a way that will move out through that county, God. Bring the way that it will spend more than just the territory that we in, God. We declare right now in the name of Jesus that is done, God. God, we claim it right now. God, we claim it right now, God. God, we thank you in advance that is already done. God is already done, God. We thank you right now, God. God, we thank you, God. We thank you, God. God, well, why are we in this place, God? But I hear you, God. God, I hear that deliverance has brought God. God, I hear you, God, that the healing, ha, God, right where we stand, begin to send healing across the airways right now. God, send healing to hearts, minds, souls, God. Send healing to bodies, God. Send healing unto the pancreas that the, that the pancreas get in line, that the stops producing the glucose, God, right now in the name of Jesus. God, send your healing virtue across these airways right now. God, for everyone that hears this. God, for everyone that's dealing with things. Everyone that has issues with circulation in their legs. God, begin to open them veins. God, move right now. God, we thank you. God, we thank you in advance that it's done, God. God, we thank you that people will see it, God. We thank you for the for the praise reports. God, we thank you for the testimonies that you release, the things that people will bother in their lives tonight, God. God, we thank you right now that it's done, God. God, we thank you right now that vision is restored, God. We thank you right now when they said they were going to have to do surgery on your eye, but God moved tonight across your, your cornea, God. It moved across the nerves that's in your eyes tonight, God, and they begin to clear things up, God, right now in the name of Jesus, God. Ha! Shamandarababaso! God, we thank you. God, we give you glory. God, because there was no one else to do it. God, we give you the glory because you have already done it. God, we thank you in advance right now that it is so and so it is God. God, we thank you, God. God, we thank you for the increase that you're giving unto this house, God. God, we thank you, God. And it is so. 
Come on up. You've been stuck in that place long enough. Come on up now. Up now, say. Up into the place where I've called you. Up now, say. You have sat in a place where men have tried to box you in. But I have said, come up and I have raised you higher. Up, says the Lord now. We thank you, God. God, we give you glory, God. We thank you for everything that you have said and released tonight, God. God, we thank you for reminding of us what you have for us to do and reminding us of each part of your word that manifests in our life, God. God, we thank you that we are sitting in the place where we know that God's getting ready to release and do another level, another dimension blessing in our lives. And God, we thank you that we're sitting in right place with you, God. God, we thank you tonight that we're in a place to hear you once again, God. To hear what you have for us, God, the instructions, God. God, the revelation that you give tonight. We thank you, God, that you are doing it, God. God, we thank you, God. God, and we pray tonight that we stay in a place to be obedient to you tonight. That we follow the words that you have given to us, God. That we know what to do and we stay faithful unto what you have given us, God. That we stay faithful unto your word. That we stay faithful unto you, God. That we stay faithful to the vision that you have put in our lives. That we move forward in, God. We thank you. God, we give you glory, God. Oh, shamarere say. Isharanarebo say. And thank you, God, for what you've already done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. We thank you. We thank you. We, we give you honor for, for God has moved and done what he said he's going to do. Remember, Hashama said, that God says, when God says it, there's nothing else to compare. Once he said it, it's going to happen. Believe it. Stand on his word. And watch what God does. Remember, next week, we will be going into a men's conference. The men's conference is going to be a people's conference. I know the men are leading this, as we say in the men's conference, but this is a people's conference. It's about people being delivered, being healed, and being set free. And we want that to happen. We declare that God's released it tonight, and we stand on His word. It's going to happen. It's going to be starting Friday night at 7.30. We're going to have... Um, Pastor Dupree from the Atlanta area and God's going to use him to bring the word. This Saturday we will have a panel discussion. We're going to start about 10 a.m. and just come out there and get blessed. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say some of the people on the panel. I got some confirmations. We're going to have um, um, Evangelist Mary Dilworth from the Tampa area, a great woman of God. She's going to be on our panelist. We'll have Bishop uh, Sylvester McIntosh. We also have two um, Pastor Dupree will be on the panel as well. And we will have um, our very own on there. She knows who she is. Um, and we just pray to God come out there because this will not be just one generation. This will be a multi-generational panel discussion about us being in position. 
whether it's man or woman, it's about us being in a position and God's going to use that, that panel discussion to bring us and give us enlightenment of what God is saying. And we're going to close our Sunday morning and have good old time church. We may have, have, maybe have some good country church on that Sunday morning where we'll close at that 11 a.m. and this will be at Mem's Church of God. And we look for God, good forward to God using who he wants in that time and making sure that God gets the glory out of this. Until next week, y'all be blessed. And if you need more information, remember to hit me up. Registration is $50. Dollar sign, MIMCOG1 for Cash App. If you want to do that, make sure you do that. Y'all be blessed. Until next week, God bless y'all.